everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Thursday. It is February 3rd. It's 2022. We have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. And I'm joined today by Christy Metzger, Creighton 12. What's happening, Christy? Hey, good to see you, Stevie. I'm kind of, you know, tilting about tonight's slate a little bit, you know, when you have Jackson kind of go down and that Indiana game just kind of shut the laptop and kind of get ready for tomorrow's slate. So it'll be good to go over the slate for tomorrow with you. Yeah, it, I mean, just everything for me today was rough. So <laughs> definitely ready to move on. I'm glad that like on a Thursday, we have a six game slate instead of like these little two or three game slates that we've been having recently. So exactly ready to get in and uh, talk some hoops. We got some back to backs. We got some injury news that we're waiting on. And, um, you know, we'll have to kind of see. I think there's only like two lines out for all of these games. Yeah. So <laughs> that's always, it's always great. But we get started <laughs> here with Minnesota at Detroit. On the Minnesota side, Beverly is questionable. Russell is questionable. And then on the Detroit side, Cade Cunningham is questionable. Josh Jackson's questionable. Uh, let's start with Minnesota first. What are your thoughts here on the Timberwolves? Yeah, like you said, we still have a couple of questionable tags. So, um, you know, if, 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 if Russell doesn't play, definitely going to have some interest again in Anthony Edwards. I know he didn't put up a a very good game last time out, but I mean, the upside, you know, is certainly there for him. So I think he's a fantastic tournament play. He sees a 3% usage rate increase to, um, with Russell off the floor. So kind of need to wait and see what happens there, but I have interest in him regardless. Um, you know, I think Carl Anthony Towns is certainly always in the conversation. His price is up there now quite a bit too. Um, we're not getting in him at much of a discount, but I think he's a great play. Um, you know, we might have some value pieces again, depending if Russell or Beverly don't play. Um, you know, we could we could see Jalen Noel or Malik Beasley enter the conversation for some value. And then, you know, Jared Vanderbilt has certainly shown some upside to um, wouldn't necessarily call him a priority, but he's always someone to consider for GPPs too. So I think Anthony Edwards is probably the guy that I'll probably have the most interest in depending on how the, the slates shakes out. Yeah. I mean, obviously if depends on Russell in or out, but either way, I think Edwards is a guy that could have a, a really good game here. I, I mean, I could see Carl Anthony Towns having a good game as well. You know, 10K is a little pricey, but the matchup against Detroit is it's kind of fantastic. Like, especially if we're going to get like Isaiah Stewart starting for Detroit. So I think Towns could have a really solid game here. And then on the Detroit side of things, it all kind of depends on Cunningham. Uh, if Cunningham sits, I think we could look at Bay and, you know, potentially take a shot on grant he played 29 minutes in his return the other night he's 6500 so i think everything kind of determined will be determined by cunningham playing or not yeah i think you're exactly right and i mean you know if cunningham plays you know again his price is up there too but um boy his his ceiling is high he's he's got some great upside for sure like you mentioned jeremy grant is back 
um, Jeremy and uh, Kelly Olenek. So they've got some, they're, they're getting a little bit healthier there um, with some guys that have been out for a while. Um, but yeah, I'll also have some interest too. Like you said, Sadiq Bay, he's always one of those pieces that usually don't start with, but, you know, based on his price, he's, he's a lot of times a good cash game play. The minutes are there and um, could be a very strong play tomorrow. We'll have to kind of wait and see on the Cunningham news, you know, cause I think you could take a shot on Hayes too. His minutes have kind of been all over the place recently, but yes, maybe Corey Joseph, you know, he's been the one that has kind yeah. of been getting the minutes. Maybe you take a shot on Joseph before you take a shot on Hayes. So we'll have to kind of see how it plays out with the injury news here. And that's like the lone seven o'clock game. So, you know, you could definitely make some adjustments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Phoenix at Atlanta. 224 and a half total here. Phoenix is a five point favorite for this one, starting with the Phoenix side. I mean, Aiton and Crowder are expected to play. Kaminsky and Payne, Sarge and Shamit remain out. And then on the Atlanta side of things, Trey Young is questionable and DeAndre Hunter is probable. So starting here with Phoenix, you know. The question was, was Aiton going to be on a minutes restriction or anything like that the other night? He played 28 minutes. Didn't take like his normal, you know, type of usage, but he still played, you know, really solid minutes. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Phoenix? Yeah, so for Phoenix, I know um, it's kind of interesting. I do, I have interest in in Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Um, I, they're just, they've just been getting it done. I mean, Chris Paul just seems to, you know, kind of turn back the clock a little bit. Um, he's certainly priced up there, but, um, you know, he's had some very high ceilings. So I think he's someone that's interesting. Devin Booker, I've been playing a lot of him, probably more so on FanDuel just because of pricing, but he's still a great tournament play too on, on DraftKings. So those are the guys that I have the most interest in. Um, Mikel Bridges is more of a last piece, but I, you know, I mean, he did put up what 50, 50 plus points, the last outing that he had when he can get some blocks and things like that in there. But um, he's not someone I'm really targeting, but if he happens to fit my lineup, you know, I I'm certainly not opposed to using him, but most for me, it's mostly Paul and Booker um, for cash and tournaments. Yeah. I mean, Booker 9,300. He's definitely been paying off this price tag here recently. Chris Paul, these two guys have just been playing a gazillion minutes a night, it seems like. So in a matchup against Atlanta, if Trey Young plays, I like them more because I think the game stays a lot more competitive if that happens. So, And then on the Atlanta side, I mean, I like Trey Young if he plays. If he sits, um, Bogdanovich at 4,900 would be someone that I'd like here. And then, I mean, Herter would play a lot of minutes as well. Was it, uh, wasn't it like DeLon Wright that played like 20 something minutes the other night? It was. Yeah. Yep. It was of all people. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, and like you said, Bogdanovich too, I mean, whether he starts or comes off the bench, he's been getting the minutes and, um, he's under 5k. So yeah, like you said, he, he'd be a really good play. Um, and, and Trey young, if he's in, um, you know, I think I, I love getting him and it'd be great to get some exposure to him and to maybe a Devin Booker, or Chris Paul, but, um, and, and you mentioned Herder too. Um, he's a strong play minutes are there as well. Um, so yeah, probably Trey Young, Herder, Bogdanovich are the guys that I'm mostly looking at, um, in that game. Chicago at Toronto, 
is where we go next. 223 total here. Toronto, two-point favorite in this one. On the Chicago side of things, Ball is out. Derek Jones Jr. is out, and that's really it. And then Birch and Gordon Drogic on the Toronto side. So two pretty pretty healthy teams here. Um, what are your thoughts on Chicago? Yeah, like you said, they are um, getting healthy. I mean, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan um, have both been in great form. You know, they over the last the last four games, they've averaged, you know, 43 and 49 fantasy points. Um, great tournament plays, great cash game plays too. Um, and also Nikola Vucevic too. Um, you know, he always gets overlooked as a center option and I really like him. I mean, he's over the last four games too, he's averaged about 48 fantasy points. Um, so I think he's certainly in the conversation. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think those three guys, even though they are getting healthier, like you said, they're still missing ball. Um, so I don't mind getting exposure to all three of those guys. On the Toronto side, I feel like um, Van Vliet would be the guy that I'd have the most interest in. Um, his price is kind of up there. I don't hate Siakam in this matchup. I think I just like the matchup overall for Van Vliet. And then Gary Trent Jr. just continues to yes. shoot the ball super well, over 40 fantasy points in five straight games now. Um, I'll keep riding Gary Trent as long as they're going to keep him at this price tag. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm glad you brought him up because yeah, he's what 6,100. Um, I've been playing him a ton. The minutes are there, the points, the upside are there. So yeah, I'm going to continue to play him as well. Um, like you said, Siakam and Van Van Vliet too. Um, you know, their minutes are always secure, always very good plays. Ananobi, he's priced up a little bit, but obviously he's flashed a lot of upside too. But uh, yeah, for me on, on the Toronto side, you know, Gary Trent is certainly at the top of the list tomorrow. I don't really have anything else for Toronto. Um, I mean, Precious just not playing enough minutes. Uh, he has ceiling. Like if he were to get like 25 minutes out of the blue or something, um, you know, he definitely has the ceiling. It's just Absolutely. the minutes are not there right now for him. Yeah. Miami at San Antonio, no total in this game. And it's because, I mean, the whole Miami Heat team is questionable, it seems like. Um, on the Miami side, Butler, Lowry, Caleb Martin, questionable. PJ Tucker, questionable. Yurt Seven, Mark Keith Morris, and Victor Oladipo still out. On the San Antonio side of things, Bates Diop is out. Zach Collins is out. Doug McDermott and DeJounte Murray are both questionable. Jakob Podol is out. He is in the concussion protocol. DeJounte yeah. Murray, I think he sprained his wrist the other night. Um, so a lot of question marks just overall in this game. It's it's one of the toughest games that we have to kind of break down here night before. Let's talk Miami. Butler and Lowry sit. Let's start with that. Um, I think. Butler has a better chance to play, but if we get like DeJounte Murray ruled out, I wouldn't be shocked if like we see Butler get ruled out on the other side of this game. So talk to me here about Miami. What are your thoughts? What do you think we're looking at here? Yeah, exactly right. You know, like you said, this is a harder one to dissect for sure the night before, but you know, if Butler's out um, and, and Lowry's out, you know, Tyler hero always becomes, you know, a very intriguing tournament play. Um, Gabe Vincent, you know, would have a much safer minute floor too. 
Um, and then, you know, you could look at a guy like, you know, Caleb Martin and, and some of those other pieces there too, um, that would make strong plays. And then of course, Bam at a Bayou would be a very, very strong play. Um, you know, with, with both Butler and Lowry off the floor, you know, he's averaging, I think 1.32 DK fantasy points with both of them off of the floor this year. So he'd become, you know, much more of a priority play just because a lot of the usage is going to flow through him. So, you know, there's going to certainly be some value that pops up and, you know, again, hero and, and maybe Martin and um, Vincent and some of those guys, but I think Bam would be the strong play. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously a lot could open up here with, you know, if Butler sits and everything. And I mean, Vincent, I think would be the guy if Butler were to sit and Lowry were to be out, Vincent and like Struss would be the guys I'd be looking at here. Yep. Uh, And I think they get, yeah, I think they get a big bump too. If DeJounte Murray's out, I mean, we could be looking at like the Spurs without their starting center and point guard here. Um, so, I mean, looking at the Spurs side, obviously we like White. I like Keldon Johnson. I, I could see Keldon Johnson playing a lot of minutes in this game. I don't even hate, like, Alani Walker in this game if DeJounte were to sit. And I don't know how much I really trust Eubanks, but I do think they're going to kind of need his size. And I it will be all depending on, like, ownership for me on him, whether or not I play him or not. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, he's, you know, uh, let's see his trying to think what his price is, but he's practically at min price, you know, close to the bottom there. So I don't necessarily trust him, but yeah, just because they're going to need someone in there with, with Jakob out. So, um, I, I definitely like him, but the most interest, I, I agree. I think Keldon Johnson becomes a very, very strong play. And then, you know, Derek White's price has come down a little bit again, too. And so if Murray is out, I have a lot of interest in Derek White because we've seen some really big ceiling games from him um, throughout the year, too. Um, and like you said, don't even mind getting some Lonnie Walker in there, too. So, yeah, I think, you know, kind of have to wait and see what happens with Murray and such. But there there should be some good value here. Sacramento at Golden State uh, to be the second end of a back-to-back for the Kings. And then Golden State side, Draymond and Iguodala are out. Bielitsa and Wiseman are out. And then Otto Porter is questionable. Fox got ruled out on Wednesday, you know, dealing with that left ankle injury. So I'll be shocked if he plays this game. What are your thoughts here on the Kings? Yeah, so Fox again is out, you know, once again, Tyrese is Tyrese Halliburton is going to be a really great play. Um, I think he's, you know, just, he gets a lot more usage. And so he'd be one of the, one of the core pieces for me to look at for sure. Um, Harrison Barnes to me is more, I mean, he's just more of a lineup filler. He is going up against his old team, but more of a cash game play. Um, you know, I think on DK Rashawn Holmes, he's only 5k, I believe. Um, Bagley's still out. There is, there are some minutes available there. He's certainly hard to trust because he doesn't always get the minutes, but certainly has some upside. So I don't mind going to Rashawn Holmes in, you know, some tournaments, but for me, you know, Tyrese is really the, the, the key play, especially with Fox being out. Yeah. Halliburton is, will be the only reason this game stays close. If he has a big game, I think the game stays close. If not, 
I could see Barnes as well at 6,100. Those would be the two guys I'd like the most on the Sacramento side. And then on the Golden State side, I think you could definitely take shots on Curry if you want to. Yes. Clay, I think he, if the game potentially stays close, I think he could hit value here. Uh, I think he's a little bit more risky than the rest of these guys. And then, I mean, I think Wiggins at 6,700. He's been playing great basketball here recently yes. with Draymond. And if Porter sits, I think he's, you know, someone you could definitely play. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think Curry, you know, he's priced a little bit less on FanDuel. So I think he's going to make a really good play over there tomorrow. But yeah, I like Curry a lot. Um, you know, Clay hasn't gone above 27 minutes yet. Um, but, you know, if he gets hot shooting, certainly a tournament play. And like you said, Wiggins has been playing just absolutely fantastic basketball with Draymond out. And so I've, you know, I've certainly played more Wiggins than I expected to the last couple of weeks. So definitely like him. Um, you know, if you need a last piece Looney, you know, he's certainly been getting there. He doesn't always get all the minutes, but, um, you know, probably more of a cash game play, but yeah, Curry and Wiggins are, are certainly a couple guys I'm looking to, and, you know, you could, yeah, put Tyrese on the other side or Tyrese and Barnes on the other side and do a little game stack. Yeah, Looney had so many, like, I think he had three or four easy putbacks the other night on boards. Yeah. Uh, so wrong about him. Anyway, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Lakers yes, and does. Clippers. Lakers on the second end of a back-to-back. Paul George, Kawhi remain out. And then Zubak is questionable. LeBron did not play Wednesday. We'll have to kind of see if he's going to be back or not for this game. We'll see if Anthony Davis plays the second end of a back-to-back or not. Um, they did say before the game he is expected to play against the Clippers as well. Um, so let's talk Lakers first. Yeah, so for the Lakers, you said LeBron is most likely to play? No, Anthony oh, Davis is Anthony most Davis. likely. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so in this game, I think, you know, you know, if, if LeBron's out, definitely going to have a ton of interest in, in Anthony Davis. Um, when LeBron's off the floor, Westbrook is averaging 1.33 DK fantasy points per minute, and his usage rate jumps up to 31%. We haven't seen quite as much upside with, with Westbrook as we have in years past, but Anthony Davis is averaging almost 1.4 DK fantasy points per minute, and he has a 30% usage rate. So if LeBron is out, you know, Anthony Davis is, is going to be a top play for sure. Um, just like he, you know, is carrying a lot of ownership tonight. Um, but I think, you know, Westbrook's a fine play too. Um, Malik Monk, he is getting, um, he is, I believe he's 5,800 now. Um, but, you know, we just saw him put up 57 fantasy points against Atlanta. So the upside is there. And again, if LeBron is out and, you know, if he's going to get the minutes and, and enter the starting lineup, he's, he's definitely someone to um, consider and take a look at too. But I would say, you know, most of my, most of my exposure will probably be two to 80 tomorrow night. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm going to be at too. Um, we'll see. Cause like Malik Monk was dealing with like soreness on the groin. And if like he were to sit, yeah. it could potentially open up some things too. Um, and then on the Clippers side of things, six games slate, if this was a 12 game slate, probably don't have a ton of interest here. Um, you know, mere coffee's price has kind of come up and then 
Marcus Morris's price might finally be back down to where we could take some shots on him. Um, the Clippers are tough. They are tough. Yes. I was going to say they're a team that I just find myself not utilizing much because they are, they're hard to predict. Um, I will say that, you know, I coffee has made a few of my lineups more of a last piece, you know, for GPPs. Um, but yeah, they're, they're really tough to project, you know, Reggie Jackson, he's priced, you know, 5,400 or so he has put up 30 points the last couple of games. So certainly don't mind him, but yeah, the Clippers are never really a team that I'm, you know, really seeking out to target much. And I don't anticipate having much exposure to them tomorrow night. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like? You know, I think I'm going to go under 5K. Um, you know, if Trey's out, especially, I like this one, but I'm, I'm going to go Bogdanovich for, for Atlanta. I'm playing the Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler sits game with Gabe, Gabe Vincent. Um, oh, that's a good one. If they play, I don't like Vincent. Um, if Cade Cunningham is out, Corey Joseph is in this price range as well. So there you go. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust today? My bust today, I'm going to say... Oh, over 8K. Um, I am going to go... Just because he's priced up there, I do like him, but I think I'm going to go Tyrese Halberton as a bust. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, I think I'm going to go Westbrook. He could obviously get there, yes. no problem, but he's just been one of those guys that has not been consistent whatsoever, so I'm going to go Westbrook. Who's your favorite 6X play today? My favorite 6X play, I am going to go with I'm actually going to go just because it, you know, with, with them missing, um, Jakob Pertl, I, I'm going to go Keldon Johnson. Yeah. I like that one. Um, if we knew Murray was out, white would be right up there as well. Yes, um, Gary Trent jr. I'm going to keep riding the oh, hot yeah. hand. He's just yep, been that's a great one. Double digit three pointer attempts in six straight games for Gary Trent jr. 6,100 need 30, 37 fantasy points to get that six X. I like Gary Trent. He's done that. in I think five straight games. So that's a great call. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Let's get weird GPP play. I am going to go. You know, we talked about him kind of going back to that San Antonio game. I think I am going to go Lonnie Walker. I'm going to go Sadiq Bay, And obviously he could end up being chalky. Some stuff comes out. Um, yeah. We'll have to kind of see how it plays out. But I like Sadiq Bay. I think his price might keep people off of him. People don't love that 6K range. So that's a great call. We'll see how it works out. So um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, uh, good to good to see you once again, Stevie. And yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we had another um, get some winning lineups here tomorrow night for the people. So good to see you again. Anything could be better 
than Wednesday <laughs> night slate. So there you go. That's exactly like we'll just build off of that. Um, Thank so. you. Exactly. <laughs> Clean slate. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking about hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.